FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310, News Talk KZRG's KZRG Morning News Watch. Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. Dalton Evans is here. And the legislative lion himself, Ben Baker. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, it's good to be with you and great that you're here as always. Okay, a couple of things here. Number one is that uh, while he's being somewhat consistent, I do think that uh, the governor is wrong not to call special session to uh, ban uh, critical race theory in the United States or in the state of Missouri. Uh, I agree. I, I think this has become a very important issue to deal with as quickly as possible and especially before the next school year begins. Now, I do think the governor has the authority to, by executive order, deal with this. That would be probably the quickest way to deal with this. Uh, but if not, then the legislature, is, I think, should deal with this issue, uh, which that is a longer process. But uh, again, you know, this issue is not going away. We, we've talked about the premise before, you know, that this theory is a concept that attempts to rewrite history and cast a negative light on the founding of the United States, particularly a, a blatant attempt to place racism and slavery as a default for the reason as to why America was founded. So, you know, not only is this radical theory false on its premise, but it's divisive in what it accomplishes. It, it will continue to pit one against another, driving a wedge between you and your neighbors, by, but, but yet using your children to do so, which is particularly, to me, very egregious. Uh, and I, the thing that really bothers me as well is that this is adults introducing this rhetoric to children. It's yeah. not organic in that the, the children view people of color or ethnic background differently. So there's an agenda here that is deeply disturbing and, and I believe must be addressed. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that uh, uh, my, my issue with uh, critical race theory is, yeah, it should be banned from schools in Missouri um, and here is my concern why the the governor could do an executive order, but this is why you and the legislature need to be there. There has to be teeth in the law. In Oklahoma, they did a pretty amazing thing. They, if you are caught teaching critical race theory, they're taking away your, your teaching license. And I think that's fantastic. There has to be repercussions for bad behavior. And what you're seeing is, you know, as parents begin to discover what their children are being taught about this, they're responding, they're speaking up, and, and it appears, you know, a growing frustration is developing on, uh, but yet it's, the frustration is how that they are received by the education system. There's a lot of videos, if you've been paying attention, of parents going to their school board meetings and yep. voicing their opposition. And the problem is, in many places, the education system is not being transparent and they're not being forthright with what's going on because no one should have to file a sunshine request to see what is being taught to their child in school in, in curriculum. So, you know, they say, well, we don't teach that here. And yes, that might be true. But how do we know that? At, yeah. At and, point, and if it's, it's in the, their word and if it's in the textbooks. And people forget that uh, the textbooks that are in every classroom, public school classroom in Missouri, uh, the federal government has a lot to do with that, a lot more than people realize. So, it does, especially on these serious issues like this. I mean, 
and here's the thing, you know, if, if people are showing up I, I, in St. Charles, they had a school board meeting and even some of the senators and representatives went to speak at that school board meeting and they were not allowed to speak. They're censoring these meetings. And to me, that's a huge red flag in and of itself. If you can't openly discuss this with the public and people that are concerned, then there's a problem. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Let's get to uh, Governor Mike Parson announced uh, a lottery, essentially, uh, incentive lottery uh, to be vaccinated. Um, this is very controversial for a couple of things. From what I understand where the money is coming from, this is a big deal with a uh, big concern, is that the money has already been given by the federal government, from what I understand, to promote usage of uh, of the vaccine. So this would not necessarily come from my tax dear taxpayer dollars that go to the state of Missouri. Is that correct? It is, but here's the thing. Where does the federal government get their money? Taxpayers. And so, you know, that's, again, why I am opposed to incentivizing this and saying, well, you could win $10,000. Not only that, it's spreading information that gets, uh, you know, misrepresented and people are confused about it. But I don't think it's the taxpayer's responsibility to promote uh, these choices that should be a personal choice, a, a personal health choice by individuals. You know, the, the thing about this is I think we're already at that critical mass when it comes to how many people have made the decision. Everyone knows this information that's out there, and people are making their decisions based on being informed about it. Now, you know, yes, there's misinformation, and you have to be careful about that, uh, but Again, I don't think it's the responsibility of the government to promote these things. I think we need to get the information out there and let people make their choices. Um, and, the problem by, is, by the way, they go ahead. They've been back and forth on this so many times with the CDC, and people don't trust them anymore. No, and that's the that's a big thing. But let's also uh, talk about this. I agree, by the way, with everything that you said, but there is a wrinkle is that if I'm responsible for my own health, why should my neighbor have to pay for it? For instance, somebody goes and they're hospitalized, they didn't want to get the vaccine, they go and they, they're hospitalized for this. Ultimately, I am on the hook for what they don't want to do to take care of their health. Well, there's a fine line there. I, I, but am I, I right? Am I right? Am I res- who's paying for that? Every taxpayer, correct? To a certain degree, it depends. It depends on how that that is paid paid out, you know, with insurance or whatever it might be, but, or whether it's but Medicaid with insurance, and all of that. Yeah, but with insurance and Medicaid, is that insurance? Uh, believe me, my rates go up if everybody in uh, in my age group and my stuff. If all of a sudden there's a higher amount of rates. They essentially insurance companies are going out and they are sharing the risk with everybody who pays in. But again, you know, you, your your taxpayers are on the hook on both ends. Yeah, and no, that's, that's right. The, that's the thing that I just uh, I have consternation about. And again, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. I mean, if you look at other states that have done this, there was a study in another state. I can't remember which state it was, but Ohio um, was the first one to have done it. It, it might have been Ohio, but they did a study after they, all these incentives. And guess what? It didn't move the needle at all yeah. when it came to people getting the vaccine. So, again, we're going to throw away millions of dollars 
for, for no result. And it's, again, to me, goes back to kind of virtue signaling, saying, well, we did something, even if it didn't work. Yeah, no. I and that's what I have a problem with. I agree with you on that. I agree with you. It's uh, Ben Baker, your legislative lion. Thank you very much. We always appreciate you coming on and getting grilled every week. No problem. Have a great day. All right. It's Ben Baker on News Talk KZRG.